Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 47 of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Tech Blog Builder. Tech Blog Builder is a blog writing service for IT businesses. We craft content that converts website visitors into customers with 100% unique SEO-ready, professionally written blog posts delivered on a consistent schedule. Learn more at techblogbuilder.com. And it's also brought to you by Tech Site Builder. Tech Site Builder is a hosted website builder that allows you to quickly and easily get a clean, professional, and effective website up and running for your IT business. Save time and frustration with Tech Site Builder. Learn more at techsitebuilder.com. Today on the show, I have Ramey Bell, who is the founder of Tech Reputation, and he's on to talk about reputation management. We'll cover tips and tricks for getting good reviews online and why... Reviews are one of the most important assets in your business. Plus, what are citations and why is it important to keep them updated? All that and so much more coming up right now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Computer Business Marketing Show. If you own or work in an IT services business, this is the place to get more clients, keep them happy, and grow your revenue. You can watch, download, and or subscribe to all show episodes at computerbusinessmarketing.com. You can catch our live stream on Facebook every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Just be sure to like the Tech Site Builder Facebook page, click the following tab, and then select See First. So every time we go live, it'll jump to the top of your news feed. Welcome, guys, to another week of the Computer Business Marketing Show. First of all, I just wanted to apologize. We did not have a show last week. If you're uh, if you're subscribed to this podcast on iTunes or you know something like that, uh, you did not get an episode last week, and that's because uh, the guest I had on was in an area where his signal wasn't very good, and so uh, his audio dropped out a lot. Um, so much so that it was just the interview just wasn't salvageable. Um, so I'm going to have him back on in a future show when we can get him a better connection. Uh, but in the meantime, you know, we just had to skip the episode, unfortunately. So we're back this week uh, with uh, the 47th episode. And my guest this week is a new guest. He is Ramey Bell, and he is the owner of Tech Reputation. He's the founder of Tech Reputation, which is a reputation management service for computer business owners, IT professionals, uh, MSPs, uh, whatever you call your business, <laughs> he can help you out. Uh, and he's going to talk to us. Uh, we're just going to kind of dig into the world of reputation management, online reviews, keeping your business above board, uh, and making sure that you're showing your business in the best light possible when it comes to online and all the different places your business can appear online. So I'm looking forward to dig into that episode or dig into that uh, interview here pretty soon. Before we do that, just want to remind you guys about the computer business uh, marketing newsletter. And that is the weekly newsletter that you can subscribe to. And every week we send you a kind of a curated list of some of the best posts that are out there on the internet about marketing that we feel will help you as you're marketing your computer business uh, and your IT services business. Also, uh, the latest ep podcast episode is on there. If there's an episode like last week where we had to skip it, then we'll bring back an episode from the archives uh, and put it in there. We also highlight some of the uh, the posts from our Facebook group. And, uh, and then we also have a tip of the week 
So just kind of, you know, off, off, off the top of my head, I'll think of something that maybe I had to deal with that week or, or that I was reminded of or that I read an article about. And then I'll try to sum it up in a nice, you know, two to three sentence tip, tip of the week. Uh, so that is the uh, Computer Business Marketing Newsletter. Just go to computerbusinessmarketing.com and uh, fill out the form at the top of the website there. And you can subscribe, you can get that newsletter uh, delivered to you every week. Um, so let me tell you about my first sponsor as well. The, the, one of the sponsors of this uh, podcast episode is Tech Blog Builder. That's a service I started because I saw a need for it uh, out in the community. A lot of computer business owners uh, understand the need for uh, regular, um, regular content and to, to write content because that's really how you get the word about your business out there to the world. Uh, if you just write regular content, that gives you an excuse to put something in your newsletter, that gives you an excuse to put something on social media, and it's always fresh, it's always relevant. Um, so I decided, you know, that's great, but you guys are fixing computers, you guys are meeting with your clients, you guys are doing a bunch of other stuff. You really don't have, or you shouldn't have time to sit there and write blog posts every week or twice a week or however long, however, how often, however often you want to. Uh, so we will do it for you. Um, that's the kind of the genesis of Tech Blog Builder. So we have a staff of great writers that will write a custom written post for your business. Uh, our writers take a look at your business, look at the services you offer, look at the type of clients you have, uh, look at you know where you're located in the world, and then they custom craft every blog post to fit your uh, fit the uh, the personality of your business and the personality of your customers. And they're really good at translating the technical stuff into stuff that uh, that normal uh, you know normal people <laughs> normal people uh, can understand. Uh, so, you know, and that's really what it is, right? You, you're a technician, you know, the ins and outs of, of what you're doing, you know, what a computer, how a computer should be configured, how it should be secured. Um, but you know, your, your potential clients don't necessarily know that. So you want to make sure that you're speaking uh, at a level where they can understand. And, and that's what we make sure to do. Uh, so we've got some very uh, affordable options for you at techblogbuilder.com. You can sign up for uh, a monthly recurring service. So you just, you don't have to worry about it. Every month you'll get uh, a few blog posts and we'll post it directly to your website. So you, it's really totally hands off for you. We'll just continue to post them. You just tell us what you want us to write about and we'll write about it. We'll put it on your blog. We make sure to SEO optimize or search engine optimize uh, all of those blog posts so that they could be found in the search engines and they're just ready to go for you to share with all of your customers and all your potential customers and get more sales from that. So check it out at techblogbuilder.com. All right, let's jump into the interview. Today I have Ramey Bell. He is the founder of Tech Reputation and uh, Tech Reputation is a reputation management service for IT businesses and MSPs. And Ramey is going to talk to us about, uh, first of all, kind of the genesis of the service, um, a little bit of his background and, and why he put together this service. And then we'll dig into reputation management as a whole and uh, what it means, how you can you know make sure you have a good reputation online and some of the other facets of that. So, hey, Ramey, thanks for being here. Hi, Matt. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I appreciate you being here. Um, you, you know, you, I, I, 
see you watching the podcast and and checking out the the stuff online and and you're very active in all the different Facebook groups and so it's great to finally have you on and kind of hear about your story and hear about your your product and then you know hear about what you have to say about reputation management because that's a big deal these days and a lot of people are interested in it and wondering about it and looking into it um, so we'd love to hear what you have to say about it. So before we get started, if you just kind of want to give us a little bit of a story of your background, you know, where were you before you started Tech Reputation, and then what led you into starting Tech Reputation? Sure. So I'm kind of a hybrid. I've spent about an equal amount of time in both marketing and as a tech or involved in tech technology. And uh, I spent time as a tech in the early days of Windows NT on Microsoft's campus as a tech. I worked for what was called a system integrator back then before the term MSP became popular uh, as a tech and then also migrated into marketing. And it seems like in my career, I keep going back to marketing and that's truly my passion. But I've always been involved with uh, technology and marketing. And then uh, six years ago, I purchased a computer repair business, a break fix shop here north of Seattle in a town of about 30,000 and um, grew that from a break fix shop to a hybrid with uh, a residential MSP offering because I saw a little bit of a decline in business with tablets and so forth and people just buying new uh, computers, new laptops and not getting them fixed. So I started researching, well, what can I do to add more? Uh, services to my offering and also keep my customers happy at the same time. And so I was kind of an early adopter of uh, residential MSP and now it's kind of a, a popular area that more and more techs are looking into. But an interesting story about purchasing that computer business is I spent some time with the owner and worked in the business for a, a few weeks and the, the shop was always busy. Customers seemed to come and go. They seemed to be happy. And then after I took over the shop, after about two months, I started realizing from what customers were saying that the reputation of the shop wasn't the greatest. The owner was uh, not uh, customer friendly. Um, I even had seniors coming in saying they were afraid to come in the shop because of him because he was so uh, antagonizing to them. So it was just it was just something I was not expecting. And despite all the the due diligence I did with the the shop and you know at that time online reviews weren't as popular so he didn't have any reviews online didn't have a website and so it came as a, a surprise so what I did to turn things around is uh, a few things the first thing I did is I changed the name so I could start fresh hmm. and then I adopted uh, an idea that I'd heard about earlier in my career of sending thank you cards out to customers because I wanted to improve my reputation very quickly. I wanted to stimulate word of mouth and I was using a reputation management solution at that time that integrated with QuickBooks so that once I sent out a, a sales receipt, it would automatically send a follow-up. The idea of thank you cards came from a couple places. Um, one, there was a gentleman that was, I forget his name off the top of my head, that has the world's record for uh, selling the most used cars. And what he did is he sent thank you cards to every one of the people that came to visit his dealership and also sent them throughout the year, not just waiting for holidays, but sending them out throughout the year to stay in touch. And that enabled him to make so many sales. Uh, another idea uh, I got it from was uh, the system integrator I was working with. Before he opened his business, he was a shoe salesman at Nordstrom. And that's a uh, 
department store and he sold women's shoes and he sent thank you cards out to the women that bought shoes for him. And what, what happened is they would come back to buy more shoes and all the other salesmen would be standing around with hands in their pockets and he'd have a line of three or four or five women that wanted to work with him simply because he showed that extra attention by sending the thank you cards. So it was always in the back of my mind uh, in marketing about the value and what, what thank you cards can do. And so what we did is we sent thank you cards to every customer, no matter what size the job was. Uh, we collected email information, their email address, but more importantly, we collected their um, address. And I would say about 90% of the time, people were happy to give it to us. And the others that asked, well, what do you want it for? We would just be honest. We would want to thank you for your business. And we often send thank you cards. And oftentimes they say, oh, great. <laughs> Here it is. Nice. And then other times they, they would say, you know, you don't need to do that. That's fine. And we thank them. But that now, was did you, did you use a service for that or did you handwrite them? How, how did you create those cards? Um, I hired my wife. <laughs> nice. <laughs> she has better handwriting and she was actually working in the shop with me. And that was the second approach I took with turning the reputation around of the shop. Is instead of having a drop-off counter where uh, people just come and simply drop off the computer and pick it up and you're out the door, is we took the counter out, we put in a desk, a large desk with chairs, and I made it so that she would take the information in from the customer and really spend personal time with them so that they felt like they could explain their computer problems and it wasn't just a quick transaction. They could really express what was going on. And that really helped too. Nice. That's very good. Um, now, did you see a, uh, was it an immediate kind of return on that effort or did it kind of take some time? How, how, how could you tell that that was actually working? I could tell it was working by customers coming into the shop to thank us for sending them a thank you card. And that happened immediately. Hmm. Sales, sales tripled within six months Wow! because of word of mouth just tripled over what the previous owner was doing. And, um, it just elevated every aspect of, of marketing. And here's a, a quick tip. If you're thinking about adopting this, uh, system or, or aspect of marketing with thank you cards, is send a thank you card the same day so that they get it the next day or the day after, and then ask them for a review. Because what would, what happened is the reviews weren't just great shop, great repair. They were more personal because they spent more time because they were they felt appreciated. Mm -hmm. So we would get comments like, "Ramy and his wife were very honest. They were very uh, customer service friendly. Things like that, and that really helps with your search engine optimization, as we'll talk about a little bit more with local. And that Google looks at reviews and rankings by the sentiment or the words used in your reviews. Mm -hmm. So great customer service, um, fast turnaround, things that are positive." And, and sentiment are used in ranking. So again, the thank you cards elevated every single type of marketing we did. If we sent a newsletter out by email, we'd get emails back saying, thank you for sending that newsletter every month. I really enjoy it. And so and long answer to your question, the re results were immediate. Nice. Uh, what are some other things you did in uh, when you were running your business, uh, the computer business um, that, that seemed to work well marketing-wise? Regular newsletter was very helpful. How often did you send that out? We sent it once a month. We used the um, TechNibble uh, service. Okay. So it's real simple. Yeah. Um, I, I would just customize it a little bit with offers and so forth. Um, but honestly, we spent the majority of our time and effort on thank you cards. Hmm. And only wow. when I get, got so busy 
you know, did we stop and start again? You know, I'm not, we weren't perfect with, with offering it, but uh, again, it was the results were immediate and I highly recommend it to anybody that can, especially if you have a spouse or someone else in your business that can help you. I was very fortunate to have my, my wife to help me in this regard because she was very personable with the customers. And that's something you could, you know, maybe find like an intern or, or someone, you know, a family member to, to help you out with, um, uh, you know, that, that, that should be pretty straightforward, but yeah, it is, it would be tough to, to do it on your own, uh, to find the time to, to do that on your own. Um, but that's something that you can easily outsource or find someone to do for you for sure. Uh, cool. So, so let's transition into just kind of reputation management as a whole. What, what does that mean? What, what does that entail? What, what, what should we as computer business owners be looking out for when we're trying to, uh, make sure that our reputation is, uh, you know, we're putting our best foot forward online. Sure. Well, the first thing that people think about when you talk about reputation online is reviews, obviously, because they're such a big part of that. Um, if you don't mind, those are some stats I pulled uh, today on the importance of reviews. Uh, Bright Local did a study with consumers on, on reviews and their importance. Uh, 97% of consumers looked online for a local business. 85% of consumers trust online as much as personal recommendations which I thought was very interesting. Mm-hmm. That is very high. Positive reviews make 73% of consumers trust a local business more. Here's an interesting one. 49% of consumers need at least a four-star rating before they choose to use a business. Mm-hmm. The most trusted review sites are Yelp, Facebook, followed by Google and the Better Business Bureau. And then the last one is uh, consumers read an average of seven reviews before trusting a business. That's that's very interesting, and I know that kind of reflects my my own behavior when I'm looking for a service online. I definitely, you know, I'll I'll go to Facebook and I'll say, "Hey, does anybody know, you know, a, a plumber or a roofer or something?" A lot of times, I just don't get an answer from people, or they say, "You know, my brother did it, or I did it, or whatever." So a lot of times, like asking my friends isn't all that useful, honestly. <laughs> I'm sorry, friends <laughs> who are listening to this, but. Uh, um, but so then the next step is to, yeah, go, go searching Google is usually where I go, uh, for, for the service. And yeah, just looking at, looking at the, those reviews lined up. And I, you know, anything less than, like you said, four stars, I just totally disregard. And then I'm looking for those five stars or those four, four and a half star services. And then from there, I start doing further research and I might, you know, look at the website or I might, you know, go to, go to some other uh, areas online to, to check it out. But it really is the reviews are right there. You can see them and it really kind of leads you to, to choose who you're going to choose. Um, so that's super important. You, you mentioned uh, the Better Business Bureau and that's, that's a, a company that's, I've heard some, uh, some mixed feelings about. What, what are your thoughts on the Better Business Bureau? I think they're cousins of Yelp. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and what does that mean? What does that mean well, to you? I think I think that um I think extortion is a too strong a word, but uh, um Yelp is a little bit worse in that they filter reviews from people that haven't been active on the site. Um Yelp doesn't like to have you encourage reviews. Um but the Better Business Bureau, you know, you can spend a few hundred dollars a month, the same as Yelp, and I think you could spend your money other ways such as reputation management and asking for more reviews and getting them on, on various sites. That's where I would spend the money first. And then if you're looking to improve upon that, then take a look at sites like that. 
And I, and it's a shame because the Better Business Bureau has been around a while, and it's something that, and you said in your your stats there, it's something that consumers trust, but most of them don't know that you, a lot of times, or I think you you have to pay for your A plus rating or whatever that you get. Um, it's not something that they just get, you know give out because you're a good business, uh, and it's it's something that's easily manipulated. It seems like. And then, uh, and Yelp is a similar thing where the more you pay them, the better you look on Yelp. And, yeah. uh, so that, that can be frustrating, uh, especially when that, those are still places that consumers go to look for, for, uh, for businesses. Um, so if, if, you know, we're, we're not, we're, we're not wanting to, to shell out a bunch of money for, for these listing services, what can we do as, uh, to get started as, um, as IT shops? To get started with, uh, you know, having a good reputation online and being found by these people who are searching and looking for those good reviews online. Well, it's real easy to focus on the big three. Um, the advantage of using any type of reputation management service that act, that goes out and asks for reviews um, is to try to get reviews on varied sites. You know, get them on the important ones first, but a good reputation service will allow you to focus on different sites that, that you're trying to get reviews on. So like, for example, if you wanted to focus on Yelp because you have no reviews on there, then you can focus the links that get sent out via text message or email and direct people there. The advantage of Yelp from a positive standpoint is that Google really trusts them. And right. so having reviews on them is a, is a good idea. Um, being regular at it, so having a system in place. I found in talking to other techs that there's there's like three reasons why uh, a lot of IT business owners don't do reviews, don't ask, or don't don't have a review uh, acquisition strategy in place. One is just simple lack of time. They're, they're so busy taking care of customers and focusing on making them happy. And so much training from marketing always involves getting that customer into your door, but not a lot of marketing training teaches you what to do after the, the sale is made. And so going that extra step and asking for a review is good for your business. It affects the bottom line. It's also good for getting feedback from customers that might not be 100% happy. And third, it's good for the customer. It allows them to express themselves and and um, directly be, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, um, connected to your business. Right. It helps them feel involved. Right. Uh, yeah, and that, that's, that's important. So um, what... And you kind of mentioned this already in in the stats you were reading, but where are the places we should be focusing on sending our customers to review our our service? Well, if you do if you do any type of top review sites or uh, top directory sites, you'll see the ones that are ranked by how Google trusts them, and that's a simple Google search that you can do. Um, a good a good part of our service at Tech Reputation is the the fact that you can enter your information once and we'll broadcast it out, syndicate it out to all those directory sites that are important. And then if you do make a change, such as hours or phone number or street address, you move, open another location, we can push that information out for you. So that saves you a lot of time and effort and money at the same time. But yeah, finding finding the list of sites, you can do it. You're, you, know, you certainly can do it yourself by finding those sites, but it is very time consuming. And if, or make a change, you got to go back and do it all over again. What What are some things to be wary of, uh, or to be aware of, or to watch out for uh, when you're trying to build uh, build your reviews and build your reputation? 
whatever you do, don't uh, encourage friends, family to leave reviews, pay for reviews. There's services that offer to write reviews for you if you pay them. Uh, incentivizing for reviews is really frowned upon, especially Google and Yelp. They want the, the reviews to be trusted just like consumers do. So um, that's something that right off the bat you'd want to stay away from. So you shouldn't ask like your your brother to to say, hey, you know, why don't you go on Facebook and give me a five star review or something like that? Is that is that okay or is that a problem? Well, if they're a customer of yours, I don't see a problem with that. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, for them to figure out that it's your your brother or your cousin is going to be pretty slim. But if they see a pattern, you know, then then they certainly can can filter those reviews out. Because is is there um, you know uh, is there a policy or something that says that the person who's leaving a review has to have been a customer or could they just know of your business or have, you know, run into you on the street or something and leave a review about your business. It's how, in how the does guidelines. That yeah. It's in the guidelines that they need to be a customer. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's true for all of the review services. Yeah. Yelp's the most strictest and followed by Google after them, but in the guidelines, Yelp doesn't even like you to ask. They want you to use their app and then, let the app ask if they want to leave a review. Right. Yeah. And, and uh, we, we had a guest on in the past who um, talked about when someone uh, who hasn't used your services leaves a negative review and then how you can try to work with those services to get that review taken down because you're trying to show that, hey, this review is from someone who was never a customer. They're talking about something that they, you know, that has nothing to do with my business or something like that. And so that can work both for you and against you, right? It can work. Uh, against you if you have people who aren't your customers who you're trying to leave positive reviews for you, but it can work for you if you have a negative review from someone who's not a customer. You can, you know, point to the to the policy, say, hey, you know, you guys have this policy, and then they can, you know, use that as kind of the ammunition you need to take down those negative reviews. It's not an easy task by any means. Um, if you're if you're having that problem yourself, the best resource I can recommend is to go to Google Plus and, and Google for. Um, Google My Business users on Google Plus. There are people in there that they spend a lot of their time in in uh, working with situations like that, passing along helpful information. And then Google also has a, a help document on, on how to approach it. But they do they do uh, take down negative reviews if you can show that they are you know truly fake. But that does bring up a good point about negative reviews in general. I think a lot of there was three things I wanted to mention about why IT businesses don't sometimes have a review system in place. Um, one was lack of time. Another one's they don't have a system. And then the third reason why I came up with talking to other shops is they're they're feel, fearful of sending a review request to every single customer. And what I think about that is that's really good feedback to receive from your customers. That's honest you know, feedback from outside your shop, outside your environment that you can use to improve your business. Now, that doesn't mean you send one to someone that's been, if you want to not send one to somebody that's been unreasonable in their requests, but sending regular review requests will get you that feedback. And if you do get negative feedback, um, I think it's really easy to get really defensive and, and, the best advice is, you know, just take some time, think about it before, we, but do reply to those because other people are going to read those negative reviews. And they're going to want to see a response. And 
that's a, another way of building a good reputation online is answering those those negative review, reviews so that other people can get a sense. If you have a lot of five and four star ratings and a couple bad ones, people are going to understand that you're not a perfect business. Right. And yeah. And, and, you know, I will um, go for a service that, you know, might be four stars, but it has, that's based on like 80 reviews versus a service that has five stars, but it's like two reviews. Right. I, you know, that, that tells me that maybe they got their friends and family to leave them some good reviews or it's a very new business or something like that. So I think, yeah, you, you, if you get a, a three star or four star every now and then, you know, that's not the end of the world. If you get, just get, keep getting enough five stars, it's eventually going to even out to where it's still, you have a decent looking score. And the more reviews you get, I think the better it is. And that also, I correct me if I'm wrong, but it also helps like in Google and Yelp, the more reviews you get, not necessarily the better, but just the more reviews you get, the, the better your rankings will be in those, is those services. Is that true? True. They look at, they look at the regularity, the amount, um, that's not to say that, you know, if you see a, a, a review or excuse me, a listing in local search results on the maps that some business might have less reviews and get ranked higher because there's lots of other things, but you can't go out and acquire a bunch of reviews and then stop. That's not going to help your business. If you have a lot of reviews, they want to see regularity. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so it helps to make it part of your just everyday business processes and mm-hmm. every customer interaction you have, every client that comes to you. You uh, find some way to get feedback from them, whether it's a review or you know if they didn't have a good good service, then uh, then talk to them about it and uh, and fix it. <laughs> um, so what are yeah? So let's talk about that. So if you do get a negative review and it's a legitimate review, um, what are you mentioned leave you know replying to it online? Um, what are some other things you can do? Is it worth it to like offer them a coupon or a discount on service or what? What can you do to try to to fix it, or should you just leave it alone and focus on your good clients? What What are some what What do you recommend doing when you get a negative review like that? Try to leave contact information in such a way you know that they can contact you, or be more proactive and try to contact them first. If you can't get a hold of them, um, keep trying, and just ask them if you can have a second chance. And a lot of people just simply just asking nicely for that will will give you a second chance. Um, and then maybe just offer some sort of uh, a coupon or discount on on their account for the next time, possibly, or discounting the job that you just got done. So I do recommend that, you know, you can't incentivize getting reviews, but you can certainly um, incentivize after they've given you a review. And in this situation, incentivize them if they've left a negative one. Yeah, and I guess it, dep- it depends on the situation too, right? Yeah. Like it depends on you know, what they're not happy about. Uh, and you might be able to fix it. I know um, uh, Mike Smith of the Mike Tech Show told a story last year at the Unconvention about uh, uh, you know he had a negative service at a restaurant, and he told the waiter that he wasn't happy about it. And instead of the waiter saying, "Oh, hey, you know, sorry," <laughs> or whatever, you know, that uh, I had a bad day. Um, the waiter apologized and the manager came over and gave them a, a, you know, a voucher for a free meal. The next time uh, the manager said, you know, Hey, you know, this is, is not something that happens normally and did everything in his power to make it right. What can I do to make it right? How can I help you? And he said that made a big difference. Um, just, you know, making that gesture and then saying, Hey, what can I do to make this right? And I think, 
I, that phrase, I think, is a, is a great one to use when someone does have a negative experience. Not saying, "Oh, let me fix this for you. Let me do this, this, this." Tell, ask them, "What can I do to make this right?" Let them tell you because they might have a different idea about what can make it right. Maybe not a coupon, or maybe not a discount. It might be, you know, something else. They they want the service to be done over again, or maybe they wanted to, you know, to be spoken to better or something. Um, so you can just say, "Hey, you know, I, I apologize. This isn't the usual thing. How can I make this right?" And that 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 was a cool story, and I think that's uh, that's something to take to heart as well. It's just like the thank you cards. If you just show a little bit of extra special attention to a customer, the results will will surprise you. Definitely, just go and that, that extra that place here too. Yeah, that extra mile. Uh, cool. So there's some. Uh, so so you got a good review, and you're getting good reviews. Now I know um, with your service and with other services, and just there are other ways to take a good review and leverage it and and use it to promote your services. What are some ways um, that you've seen that work well for taking a good review and getting it out there and, and letting people see it, other than having it sit on a review site? You want to take it and, and use it. What are some good ways to do that? Well, the first place I, you think of is your website, obviously having a separate separate page for reviews. People look for that on your menu quite often. And I also see quite often where it's buried in a menu, like in a dropdown. So try to try to focus, you know, have it front and center so people can see it. Um, also, uh, our service uh, allows you to uh, automatically post reviews that you approve, four stars and over, for example, to Facebook and Twitter and Google+. So those uh, the reviews are transferred over to Facebook and converted to a, a graphic that really stands out in the feed and customers will engage with that. You'll find that they'll like it and say, I agree or hundred percent that happens quite often. And then another way is you can uh, publish it. We offer a, a public page in localdirectory.com that lists all your reviews from the dashboard and an average of, of the scores and reviews and an opportunity for them to leave an additional review. So I, I refer to these as online business assets. And in addition to reviews and, and reputation management is keeping up with those business assets will also show a good reputation online. For example, if you have an old outdated website, what does that say about your business? What does that say about your repetition or your reputation? Um, other assets uh, like uh, your business information on all those directory sites, are they consistent? Or do they have old phone numbers or old addresses? Uh, another one is uh, how complete is your Google My Business profile? So if you look at those as business assets, just like you look at your office and your signage as business assets for getting more customers, that will help you to look at these in a different way that you really want to keep them up to date. So, so okay, so that's a good transition into that. Um, so, and I like the way you you say that it's like a business asset, like your storefront or like you know something else, where you know you want to keep your store. Uh, looking good, and and if you're if you change your business name or something, you want to change the sign on the front of the store to to reflect the new business name, uh, and, and that kind of thing. You want to upkeep the the store just like you want to upkeep your website and upkeep your your information online. So let, let's tackle that in two ways. First of all, why is it important to make sure that your information is accurate and kept up to date online? You know, you have your website, and your website is up to date, and your website is accurate. Shouldn't that be that all that matters? Why? Why isn't that all that matters? An analogy I like to use, and that is, if you ever seen a sign that's missing letters, and it's kind of incomplete. Yeah. 
yeah or or you know worst thing happens is spell something it's not spell supposed to spell <laughs> and you're embarrassed by it but um having consistent business information is also important and when someone searches for um Ramey's computer shop reviews you want all those positive reviews from all those different websites that Google looks at to be on that first page. So if there's nothing there and they start pulling in reviews from competitors or other websites where you have no reviews or inconsistent business information, then that affects your reputation online. But Google needs places to look at for consistent information. And one way they judge a business and being a legitimate business is having consistent business information on all those websites. Yeah, because if if you're listed on Yelp as uh, Bob's Computer Repair and you're listed on Facebook as Bob Smith's Computer Repair and you're listed on uh, you know Google as Bob's IT Service Repair, those those are to a, to an algorithm. Those could be three different businesses, and right. you know because that happens sometimes where there's three different businesses at one address. So it could think maybe those are three separate businesses at one address. So it kind of dilutes your uh, your power as being that you know that business in the eyes of Google. So uh, so th- this is how I've heard it explained, especially from like an SEO standpoint. Is you know Google likes to see that Bob's Computer Repair over here, Bob's Computer Repair over here, Bob's Computer Repair over here, with the same address, the same phone number, the same website URL. Uh, and then it knows, okay, this is all one business. It's got all these reviews from all these different places. Let me take all of that as one whole and use it to to determine the authority and the reputation of this business. Whereas if it's separate things, if someone searches for Bob's IT services, it's only going to look at that one that one place and and kind of discard the others. It, it, you know, I'm sim- simplifying it, but that's kind of the idea. Is 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 that accurate? Am I kind of getting that right there? Absolutely, and. You know, and when you do search for computer repair shops near me or computer repair shops city, there's there's three spots on the on the first page before you click more into the maps. And so you're fighting for that that advertising space. And so um, one aspect of that fight you against your competitors and getting there is your what, what Google calls citations. Anytime your name, address, phone number, and website are mentioned on another site, they're all consistent. And they match your Google My Business page, then you you are going to rank higher. Yeah. So yeah. So anytime you see like citation um, cleanup or citation matching or whatever, um, that's that took me a while. I heard the word citation and I didn't quite understand what that meant. But that's basically your business information mm-hmm. listed on other websites uh, across the internet. So that's something to definitely keep in mind. Uh, so uh, great. So I think we kind of covered all the questions I had. Was there any other um, anything else about? Uh, reputation management before we talk about tech reputation anything else just about reputation as a whole uh, that you wanted to uh, to mention today I, I just uh, my 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 goals in starting tech reputation were to help other IT businesses with the same struggles I had and that is not having a system in place not a lot of time and with my marketing background I had an advantage whereas a lot of shop owners don't have training in marketing um, don't have the time or resources to implement a system. So I wanted to offer this system to other uh, IT companies so that I can help them grow their business because when it comes right down to it, online reviews and your reputation and managing it affects your bottom line now because it's consumers are so review-driven nowadays, as we've discussed. Right, yeah. I think it's it's super important and it's it's getting more important 
all the time. So um, what, what are some of the things folks can do if they sign up for Tech Reputation? Um, how, how can it help them with their online reputation? It's a single place, single dashboard to manage their entire reputation online, all in one spot that we talked about today. So there's three parts of it. There's the, the review acquisition, pulling all the reviews from all the different sites into one place so you can manage them and review them. So you're not spending time building your reputation, you're spending your time analyzing it. The second part is marketing your good reviews, like on the website and so forth. And then the third part is managing those citations in one in the same place and not having to go out and do it yourself manually. And that was one of the reasons I chose the software that I did to license, to offer to IT companies, is that it, it, it has the, those options built in. Uh, the acquisition of reviews and those those features Honestly, everybody is doing the same thing. It's just you know different price points, and di- same features. But um, one part of the system that I wanted to make sure and make clear, based on John's comment in the in the chat box there, is that we give you the opportunity to catch a bad review. And that's that's a real important feature of any reputation management solution that you choose. Getting a, a, a review alert, poor review alert to your text to your mobile phone and to your email to give you a chance to talk to that customer and rectify it and catch it before they place a review that's negative online. And a lot of times you can turn that bad situation into a positive review. Right. And uh, actually, you might want to address this too, and I, I think you, you'll have a good answer for this. But uh, in the chat, Greg asked, uh, do you think there's a real need for tech reputation if you're having that big of a problem to where you have to fix your reputation? Then maybe you are the problem. Um, so why would someone who who just does good work and usually gets good reviews? Why would someone like that need tech reputation? You can't you can't let your reputation manage itself because then you're not controlling your business asset. So it's not it's like not maintaining your store, right? And if if you're the problem, then you need the feedback. <laughs> you need to know. <laughs> you need to know. You honestly need to know. And the best place to find that is not from your family and friends, it's from people that use your service. And, and I think using a, a review management service like Tech Reputation helps to, because uh, if you're doing a good job, great. But a lot of times when you do a good job, people don't go out and say you're doing a good job. They're just, a lot of times they just expect it, right? Oh, he did a great job. Let me go on with my day. Or if you have some sort of system where you're where you're asking them for a review, then they're like, oh yeah, I remember he did a great job. Let me go ahead and leave him a review. Uh, another thing that's part of that, and what I really like about your service is the way you can take positive reviews and then post them at di- on different places on the internet. Mm-hmm. So you can really um, leverage a good review and use that to get more clients and more customers. And it's all automated on a service like yours where normally you'd have to remember to like take a screenshot and grab it and post it and, and share it. And you know, right. that, that, that you'll eventually stop doing that. <laughs> you'll eventually forget to do that. So it's nice to have it some kind of system where it's automated and it can take care of all that stuff for you. And, and I think that's a cool, cool feature of tech reputation as well. And and because those two type those two parts of the of the service are tied together, the reputation management and the business listings. What I'm really offering, in addition to reputation management, is local search engine optimization. It's part of it's part of the offering. That's working to help you with that as well. And I wanted to make an offer to any of the listeners out there that I normally offer for forty nine dollars. Is I'll offer a free local SEO report that will list all your rankings in local search. 
what your competitors are doing and show you what you're doing right and what areas you need to improve upon. And you can just friend me on Facebook and, and ask for the offer and I'll do that for you for no charge. Very cool. Yeah, that's that that'll give you some good insights that you you might not be aware of like uh you know what uh, where all of the reviews of your your competition are and and how they're doing online and and the health of their of their business. A lot of times your competition isn't doing a lot and it doesn't take much. Um this is something I've I found with TechSite Builder is a lot of times once you join TechSite Builder and you just, you know, you up, you make sure to update your blog, you do a little bit of SEO and keyword research, you're, you go above your competition because they're not doing any of that stuff. Or if they are, they're doing it poorly. Um, so it, it, it just getting that kind of uh, report really helps you kind of get the leg up on your competition and do what they're not doing or do what they're doing, but do it better. Um, and, and that's really, really insightful. Another cool thing you're doing for the listeners of the show is you're, you have a special discount um, for them. So if you want to check out Tech Reputation, first of all, you offer a, uh, a free trial, right? A free 14-day trial. Absolutely. Um, so you can, you can try it out. Uh, and then you can also get 10% off the monthly, uh, the monthly charge by using the code TSB10. Uh, and then you can go to techreputation.com slash TSB, and we set up a special landing page for you guys. So you can try out the service, and then you can use it at a, at a discount. Uh, and I, I highly recommend it. I know there are some listeners to the show and some users of TechSite Builder who are using it, and they're loving it, and it's getting them great results. Um, I'm working currently on an integration with Tech Reputation and Tech Site Builder, so that anytime you get a good review on any of the services, it'll automatically post to your website, to your Tech Site Builder website, um, and make it super simple for you to highlight those good reviews. Um, and so, I appreciate you working with me, Ramy, and I appreciate you offering uh, the discount to the listeners. So that's going to be absolutely. Awesome. I'm happy to do that. Absolutely. So uh, uh, that's all the time we have for this episode. I appreciate you hanging out with us today and offering some of these these uh, good insights to keep in mind. Uh, you know, as you're doing work, uh, your reputation is really kind of all you have these days, and it's it's a it's something that if it if you don't spend the time to 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 pay attention to it, it can kind of uh, you know bite you because uh you know if you don't have any reviews and then you maybe get one or two kind of not too good reviews that sneak in there it's going to it's going to affect your whole uh the the view of your business online negatively so you want to continue to get those good reviews posted you want to leverage those good reviews and you want to automate that system so that only good reviews get posted and anytime someone has a bad experience they can come back to you and you can help them and I think Tech, Tech Reputations is a great uh, great service to do that. So, Ramey, thanks for being on. Thanks for sharing everything. And we'll, we'll have to have you back in the future. Thanks, man. It was great. All right, guys. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Before I forget, uh, and I mentioned it already, I'll mention it again. The second sponsor of this episode is TechSite Builder. Uh, we already mentioned that we're going to work on an integration with uh, tech reputation. Also working on some other integrations right now, uh, and we're we're doing a lot of work on the back end. Uh, we got a lot of good uh, updates coming to the users of TechSite Builder here pretty soon. Um, so I can't wait to to announce those 
soon and release those. Uh, but in the meantime, if you need a website for your computer business, if your website isn't performing well in search engines, if your website isn't converting visitors into customers, or, or if you just have a hard time managing your website or you just need some help, check out Tech Site Builder. We can help you uh, improve a lot of things that, that might not be performing well with your website. Uh, and it's very easy to manage, or you can have us manage it for you. Uh, either way, TechSite Builder has a solution for you. Just check it out at techsitebuilder.com. And now that's going to do it for this episode of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Let's keep the conversation going. As always, uh, love the feedback. We got a lot of good uh, comments on this episode in Facebook. Uh, so definitely join us live on Facebook if, if, if you can, because we could get that feedback. We can answer the questions live on the show. But if you do subscribe to this episode or this show on uh, on iTunes or something like that, uh, head on over to computerbusinessmarketing.com. If you want to give us feedback, you can go to the show notes and leave a, a comment there. Also, if you do listen on iTunes, uh, be sure to leave us a review. It's been a while since we've gotten a review from iTunes. I'm doing my review funnel <laughs> right now on the show. Hey guys, if you're listening to this and you like it or you don't like it, whatever, go to iTunes, leave us a review. I love to hear from you guys. Uh, and every review you leave on iTunes help us, helps us get found. Um, I would love if there was some sort of automated review funnel I can have for a podcast, but I don't think it exists. I've been looking for it um, because you guys are listening and I, it's, I, there's no way I can automate you guys from listening to then leaving a review. So I'll just... I'll, I'll ask you nicely. Please leave a review on iTunes. It's been a while. I'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, and, uh, and then check out our sponsors. Uh, we have uh, the sponsors of this episode are Tech Blog Builder at techblogbuilder.com and Tech Site Builder at techsitebuilder.com. That's going to do it for this episode of the Computer Business Marketing Show. My name is Matthew Rodella saying, here's to your success. Mm-hmm.